Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. Welcome to episode 100. You know, I said it and thought about it too. Welcome to episode 103 of the In Kicks We Trust podcast. I am here with three-fifths of the In Kicks We Trust team. Kev, how's it going? What's going on, everyone? Golly, how's it going? I gotta say it one more smoothly. That 103, you gotta say 103. Okay, nice and smooth. Uh, besides that, the uh, ancient Egyptians did not build the pyramids. Okay, it was a superior race. They must have come down and did it. Not the Egyptians. You're talking about aliens? Not aliens. I mean, like, previous beings. Be- okay. I don't know. Like, the English, the word alien is such a, you know, offensive word. People might not identify as that. So, <laughs> just like, let's just say something else. Like, I don't want to label. So, you don't want to offend the aliens. You want to offend, you, so you want to, you want to keep it proper for the beings? Wanna, beings? No, for science reasons. I could care less how they feel because, you know, you sticks and stones can break my bones, but names can never hurt me, you know? Do people not remember that these days? But anyways, this is a good intro. How's everyone doing? Yeah. I, I don't know how we got into pyramids I, all of a sudden, but... Uh, the weed that, has enlightened you. Yeah, yeah. What is Stephen A. Smith? Stay off the weed! <laughs> yeah, whatever was in that gas pack that you got. <laughs> Save it for my shout-outs. Uh... <laughs> And we're joined this week by Andy, a previous guest of ours. I don't have the episode. I'll have that at the outro. But uh, Akon Ones is joining us, so the founder of the Great Ones brand. So, Andy, welcome back. What's up, guys? I thought I was listening to a, a coast-to-coast AM radio there. <laughs> you remember that on AM640? Like, people would call in and, and talk about, like, their ghost sightings and alien encounters. <laughs> No, I was captivated. Yeah, but the I thing was... is, I don't do meth, or I'm not on LSD, or like I'm not on the. Well, you could have fooled stuff. me there, yeah. buddy. <laughs> I was, I was caught up, man. That was that was riveting. Uh, welcome to episode 103 of the podcast. So this is going to be the first treasure hunt we've done in a while. Actually, I can't remember the last one we did. It was one? I can't actually, remember anything. It was one. Come on, it was once. It was once. It was that not that long ago. He doesn't yes. remember the episode number. He's and not I on did, the episode numbers. I can't tell you the episode numbers. numbers. High nineties. <laughs> so we're bringing Andy back because Andy was our winner of our sneaker con giveaway contest. So he has a treasure hunt to talk to us about. He's going to talk about his EIP experience at eBay and our own Kev. It is his turn for his treasure hunt. So he hasn't told us what he's got, but he's hyped it up pretty well. So I'm did in. I did I hype it up? I, I just I just wanted to be like a surprise. No, you said it was a surprise, but you said we'd we'd like it. You said we'd be happy oh okay 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 picked up. Okay, so. that's you'll like it, guys. Oh, that's so hype, man! You hype me up. <laughs> you hype up here, yeah, I know. Like, maybe 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 that's all it takes. You know, like just to hype things up. I'm interested in what Kev's doing. You know, like yeah. that's that's especially in his oh, sneaker purchases. Thanks, you know? And thanks, and he was hunting. He was hunting. I, I was, yeah, it was definitely a hunt. I'm all, you know what? And I'm always hunting. I'm like, I'm like Andy. So I'm, I'm excited to have him on too, because he's a big eBay hunter too. So we'll, we'll get into it with him because uh, I'm, I'm excited to hear how his hunt went as well. So yes, excited to hear about both of your hunts. Yeah. But we will start this off like we always do with our wares and pickups. So Kev, why don't you start it off? Yeah. Okay. So 
I wore the Air Max 1, that Reptile pair, getting a lot of rain, so that's my rain shoe. I also rocked the uh, Air Max 1 uh, Crep Hemps. I pulled out a Nike Dunk Low ID, also got super fucking hammered on Friday, and then Saturday <laughs> I didn't do shit, so <laughs> Saturday I didn't do anything. I was in hungover mode, so I, I was rocking uh, the North Face Mules all day around in my house while I was just schlepping around, fucking eating whatever I could in my house. So Sunday I rocked Air Max 1 Masters. I also busted out SB Dunk Low Snake Eyes on Halloween. I rocked my SB Dunk Low Pigeons, had some sort of Halloween vibes, kind of orange and black. And then also another pair that's quickly becoming my go-to rain sneaker is my True Blue 3. So that was my wares. I have a pickup. I'll save it for the treasure hunt because it is a treasure hunt pickup. But that was my week. Nice. Good week, Kev. I did see your snaps from Friday. It looked like a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Collie, what about you? So I've pretty much just been working and not doing anything other than that. So the times I do have time to wear sneakers, I've just been wearing my Ultra Boost black on black because my feet are sore as fuck. Can't deal with these swollen feet. I'm like an old man. That's the the youngest guy. Are you the youngest guy in the group? No. No, no I, I, the I, I am the youngest guy. But I'm also probably, I mean, Akon here, he, He's on his feet probably a lot more than me, I assume. But, you know, I stand on my feet for maybe eight, nine hours a day, usually. Moving around, so standing will get you, man. I mean, I move around a little bit sometimes, but it's just standing around sometimes. So, Or not really standing around, but, you know, standing in a small area. Limited mobility. Yeah. Well, I mean, regardless of whether or not you feel old or you are old, I think comfort's a big thing in sneakers these days. So we've been spoiled with a lot of comfort technology. So it's kind of hard not include that as part of, you know, the criteria of what makes a good sneaker. So, and you wear a lot of boots and stuff too. So I feel like you're spoiled now. You have to have comfortable shoes. No, no, I mean, no, no, those aren't comfortable. (laughs) No, they're not. No, they're rock hard. They're meant for lifting. They're not supposed to squish down had like some kind of different midsole on it or something. It has a tri-based bottom, which is rock hard, like a bare foot. So when you lift, it doesn't squish. You don't compress. Oh, you didn't tell That's me that what... in your little review of, of your Project Rock you shoes. Did, did you watch my YouTube channel? No, I never oh, did. exactly, Kevin. <laughs> I'm hurt. This friendship. This you should be promoting your YouTube a lot more than you than you are. I said go to my IG, go to my link tree. There's all my YouTube there. I have more than one. Yeah, man. Plug the recent videos. Though. Yeah, plug them. I'm going to check that out now. It's not here. about me today, guys. It's about Andy. <laughs> You're right. It is about Andy, but and, and, no, you know, Andy too much. I, I so don't really have an excuse where? as to why I didn't watch your YouTube, but I, I should be paying a lot more attention <laughs> to your YouTube. <laughs> yeah, that's it. No pickups. I can't afford pickups right now. I'm Perfect. saving the money. That laptop ruined my pockets. Well, thank God this is a treasure hunt episode because I don't have any pickups either. So thank God that at least Kev and Andy have pickups to discuss so we can keep our streak going here. Which, like, <laughs> yeah. I can't really talk about my pickup <laughs> yeah. just quite yet. So it's going to be just wears. I do wares. have things to yeah. talk about. Why don't, why don't you talk about your wares then, Andy? All right, all right. Today I didn't really go wear anything. I've organized recently my shoes again. So I've kind of, like, put them – I have some drop fronts and I have some – that I just display on the shelf on the box, but I kind of put them in order. So like my Air Max ones, my nineties, and then my like Jordans, which is just pretty much like a wall of fours, ones and nineties. But so I just find myself like plucking the same thing. Like it's been nineties for like three days. I wore the, I have this wheat pair. It's just a GR, but like a, it looks like a work boot, but whenever I got to like run out to the garage or rip around, that's like the pair I'll throw on. It's almost like a mud guard on the like the side panel. It's like a 
plasticky black rubber. It's pretty water. Uh, on, a, on a wheat Air Max 90? Yeah, like, uh, I don't think they're in here. I'll grab them at, when you guys start chatting and show you, but it's literally like work boot wheat, and then it has okay. a black midsole. It has the red air bubble or orange air bubble, and then, like, you know that, like, spray in the back of pickup trucks that like dynamat or whatever that black paint yeah, like man. rubberized spray that they put on it's like a rubberized chunk on the side of the the 90s now i'm gonna have to go get it but anyway it's been like <laughs> 90s i wore my uh moon landings for halloween because i always like to wear like a reflective like i don't dress up so i'll put mm. something like shiny on for the kids and they so always get a laugh like when a car goes by <laughs> but um I wore my uh, Safari ones, the newer pair, not the canvas, the furries. But it, oh yeah, my Jordan Floor uh, fly knits too. They're like my kickers. It's funny you say about talking about like comfy shoes to wear for a long period that you wouldn't think of Jordan Four, but whenever I go to like Wonderland or whatever, it's a New Balance. Or if I feel like I don't want to wear a New Balance again, I'll just throw on that fly knit four. It's so comfortable. You know, Trev, how the golf four midsole is squishier than on a regular four well i feel like the flyknit midsole is the exact same consistency of squish <laughs> and then with like the fact that it's a complete mesh upper it's super light and breathable and like uh, the four is like fits my foot perfectly it's like my the way that the width of my foot and the, how high my arch is and everything i just i always fit into fours really well so yeah it was a bit of a rip through the fours for those of you who haven't tried the Jordan Golf shoes, the four specifically, Andy and I, I have the uh, the white cement, and you have it's the seersuckers. I yeah, the seersuckers. Their midsole is a lot softer than most regular Jordan. Sorry, not Golf. softer, squish consistency. <laughs> that's that's the new term. That's, for it. that's the new term for it. The squish consistency was different. Than on most Jordan fours. So most people that I know that are into sneakers or that like have Jordans, like if they feel that, and even I got my buddy, a, my buddy, a pair of the militaries, same thing. Mm -hmm. Like it's a lot softer than most Jordan fours are. So I would pull the cleats out and wear them. Like, oh yeah, like I honestly would. Like it's it's almost more comfortable than a four. Keep in mind, oh, like I could I could I could walk in my Jordan four golf shoes, eighteen holes. Yeah, no like, problem. Four hours on my feet, no problem. But you're talking about all golf shoes, they'll have that same squish consistency, like ones, no, nine nope. Air Max ones. No, no, one. no? only no. the fours. Only the fours. Oh. So, yeah, because my fives, I have the fire oh, yeah, fives too. Yeah, yeah right, uh, okay. lows, and they're not 12. They're not anywhere near that squish. Huh. Interesting. It's, it's not necessarily a given that they're going to have that. That's the thing, right? Yeah. Because in a lot of cases, it's just it's an exact replica of the shoe with cleats on the bottom. Right. So oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's not always that consistency that you think it's going to be. Mm, but on the topic of of fours and wears, I haven't worn them yet. But during my organize, I pulled out a pair that I saved specifically for the winter and is aligned with your sneaker boot conversation. And I wanted your take on it. I have the Jordan four, the winterized four, the poor man's the M &M. blue ones. Yeah, yeah. The blue, and yeah. they are the warmest. They are the best sneaker shoe or boot. It's not a, I guess it's not a boot. It's thicker. It's waterproof. And it's got a, like a flannel liner, like a warm liner. Like mm -hmm. I will shovel my driveway in them if it's not like over, you know, like super crazy snow out. But yeah, they are like my weapons in the winter i wear them all the time but i like will stand behind those 
That's good. Yeah, that's good to know, actually, because I was always curious about, you know, like we had the episode of sneaker boots or whatever, not boots and, you know, like episode 10. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I'm always I'm always skeptical of, you know, like they say, oh, Gore-Tex and it's warm and blah, blah, blah. Like, how warm could it possibly be, man? It's still a sneaker. But Andy's saying my foot sweats, man, like because there's <laughs> no air holes in it. Yeah, I would suggest to size up if you are getting them, because it does feel like lined well throughout the whole sneaker like from the insole to the sidewalls and the yeah. tongue and you feel it around the collar like it's a, definitely a thicker fleece it's not just your your typical uh whatever liner material. it's interesting that you say that because i always felt like with that shoe specifically the fleece was just at your ankle because mm. yeah. i had I, i'm pretty sure at one point I, I, what year was that 2018 2017 the sneaker the four that we're talking about yeah the four that we're talking i think it was 18 yeah because i'm pretty sure we had that right before i left Foot Locker. i remember having a pair and and feeling them and i was like it was really fuzzy around the ankle but other than that like i felt like the inside wasn't any different maybe i'm wrong but so you see it's like a terry cloth yeah yeah I, i i saw that in the pictures for sure but i just thought you know like it was just on the tongue or like trev said just around the ankle like i wouldn't imagine that they would line the entire shoe with it or whatever like the fuzz goes the entire length of the tongue. Mm-hmm. So the okay. sidewalls, it's thin. It's not as thick as it is on the collar, but it, it seems fuzzier than normal. But the whole tongue has that fleece going down. But because it's waterproof, you're saying there's also not a lot of ventilation. So it kind of keeps the heat in. Almost. Yeah, fair enough. I think more of our point of it is, uh, well, and, and Rich is just completely ruining this whole topic that we've ever discussed because he wears Crocs to shovel. <laughs> Yeah, but you guys like you don't get snow, snow. I don't know. Actually, I shouldn't speak on that. Toronto got hit last year, but we don't get snow. Like, snow. I'm buried in like we're buried in snow up here, man. Like, yeah, the, you you get laid. Yeah, when you get up north, it's different. Sure, it's, yeah. it's different. Yeah. It's definitely you contemplate different. your choices. Sometimes. Yeah, we can't yeah. speak to your level. That's for sure. <laughs> no, it's interesting. Yeah, no, because I, I think more of the point is that like it's it's not a winter boot. They have warmer ones. There's definitely ones. And even, you know, it's just you don't get... I think the other point is the grip, right? The grip on those is no different than any other running shoe. Yeah, like what Eddie's saying. Like, if it's not, like, you know, above your ankles or anything, yeah. like snow, that's, 100%. like, whatever. Sure, you we rock that. Or when it's just cold outside, you're not really, like, looking to just put on, like, a big clunky boot or something. And you just want to, yeah. you know, just yeah. run around in some, some sneakers. And, it's, you know, like, I, I find when it's cold outside and you can see, like, the salt stains on the road... It's good to wear sneakers. You're, I'm okay to wear sneakers. Yep. You know what I mean? But I still want it to be warm though, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, like I'm not wearing pairs. an Ultra Boost in the winter or something. Yeah, we all have those pairs, right? Like my, my infrared 23.3s are the same thing, <laughs> right? They're not insulated, but if snow's not up to my ankles, then yeah, I'll throw those on. And like, even, even if there's a little snow on the ground, like we're good to go, right? Yeah, I think I mentioned in in one of our, I think it was the, the 100th episode, that the LeBron 8 was that shoe for me now. Like that's become my shoe, but... Yeah, no, interesting. I, 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 I like that colorway too. Like when I when I saw those came out, I really liked those too, just because the like you said, the poor man's M&M. It just, it look, it's a great looking shoe. It's really wearable as well too. Yeah, not yeah. Like, not like really out there. Yeah. Nice. Good week. Yeah, good week, Andy. I guess it's me that's got to lead it off or yeah. finish it off. So Take well, it away. I, I, I don't have any pickups, but that's okay with the whole episode's <laughs> going to be about pickups. So I think I think this is all right. Lots of wears this week actually though. So that was good. Air Jordan 1 breads. You're wearing those a lot, Trev. I like it. I know. 
more so than the bread toes that you have. So I'm glad that you got those back. Well, well, and hang on, I'll get to the bread toes in a minute. Air Max One Atmos, Air Max Ninety Infrareds. I wore my red red Hirachis. Oh, shout outs to Rich there. Shout outs to Rich. (laughs) Air Jordan One Low Shattered Backboards. I really like that pair. On Halloween? No, actually, because Mm. I went to the Raptors game on Halloween. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, I did not wear that on Halloween, but I really like that pair. There's a few lows that I really like, and when they do it well, they it's it's good. Mm-hmm. That, that SBB was a good look. Air Max 90s Eagles on Sunday, because, you know, we're 8-0. No, I'm, I'm a little disappointed Rich isn't here, because, you know, I was going to be like, Rich, how about the motherfucking birds? Yeah. Because we beat a Steelers. Maybe that's Sunday. why he's not here. Oh, he was embarrassed by how yeah, the Steelers yeah. play. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. It was an embarrassment thing. Understood. No, he just couldn't face the fact that you guys are eating. No, he's going to be embarrassed about his Steelers regardless. Like that's that's a seasonal thing for him. So yeah, we had our time. I'm a like I'm not a big fan, but I grew up a Steelers fan. Gotcha. And, like, it's like being a Red Wings fan in the '90s, man. Like you just you got cups and like yeah. Steelers won their rings. They got a great franchise. I I'm cool, you know. And we got like Claypool, so like they they're repping a Canadian. Not anymore. He's not gone anymore. Now. He just got what? traded. When? Just this yesterday. Past week. Yeah, like yesterday. No, whatever, because yeah, he yeah. just made like a damn. Yeah, throwing. He, yeah. He, yeah. he had a throwing touchdown. Breaking yeah. news three yeah. days yes. ago. Yep, yeah. he got wow. traded to the that was gone, man. I'm happy for people that can get behind it. Sports is great at bringing people together and giving you something to cheer about. So more power to you if you can find more things that make yeah. you happy. It just, sucks, it, up, when it's, Trav, just, it just yeah. sucks when it's the Eagles. And then, yeah. like, <laughs> whatever, Not man. That movie, like, they got a bunch of great football movies, the Eagles. They've got the garbage can guy one, the garbage man. You know, that was great when, you know, uh, you're 13, 14. And then the one with Mark Wahlberg. Was that the Eagles or was that the Jets? Yes. I can't remember. That was yeah. Invincible. And yeah. See, great movies. Invincible, yeah. You guys probably have top five. You're in the top five for sports teams in movies, Hollywood yeah. movies. So that's something else to be proud of, I guess, Eagles fans. <laughs> <laughs> and our one one Super Bowl. Yeah, and like how many do the Steelers have? Like way more than that. So <laughs> that's, that sounds like that. something like, would definitely see. Well, you go and run. It doesn't mean anything unless you win. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trust me, I'm a Leafs fan. Get <laughs> <laughs> all the goals, uh, points, and wins you can't even want and doesn't yeah. mean to the playoffs. You're still going up in the first round. Yeah. yeah. No, it sucks. <laughs> So that's my Sunday wear <laughs> to the Raptors game on Halloween. I wore my Air Jordan one bright toes. Okay. Yeah. Go Raptors. We we talked earlier about the train and being early. My dad was actually ready before me, and I was like, still like, okay, I got a couple minutes to pick up my shoes, and he's like, okay, I'm waiting in the car. I'm like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right, I guess it's just the bread toes. They're at the front door. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wore my Air Max ninety seven. Have a Nike day yesterday. Nice. And my Air Max. 2012 or 13 that full 360 air unit mm. today that was my week nice good week yeah lots of wears man i know and i like a lot of wears and i find that uh, when you wear your bread ones you also wear the bread toes in the same week it's like a thing now for you <laughs> ricochet i <laughs> yeah oh well i wore the bread i wore the nice bread now i have to wear this <laughs> the secondary pair of bread yeah. it's it's almost like he's like it's okay, bread toes. You're you're you're, you're still loved. loved. You're still you're loved. loved. Okay. You're still loved. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was I was considering if I should keep both, and I, I 
honestly, every, I wear them both. So yeah. Well, I know how much the bread ones meant to you when you had them, and then you lost them unfortunately, and then now you got them back. So it's nice to hear that you're you're, you're putting them back. Uh, you know, they haven't missed a step, basically. No, they have not yeah. missed a step. They're they're worn quite frequently. Yeah, they're both well loved. So yes. Good week though, Trev. Good week. But yeah, good. Um, good on you guys for writing your list down because I was like remembering everything as I go. I'm like thought I would just come to me. It didn't come to me. Yeah. Good on you. No, we we've, we've, we've learned. Yeah, we've, we've learned, learned our those. lesson with that. It, you can't <laughs> think it. You have to write it down at some point because otherwise it doesn't come back. To I you got sidetracked. That was um, good. But yeah, no. Um, so we're joined with joined by Andy, special guest. Uh, like Trev said, he he was on the episode previously, but uh, he's back now because he was our lucky winner for the treasure hunt contest. So if you guys can recall, just before SneakerCon, we ran a contest. Shout out to eBay. They blessed one of our listeners with two VIP passes to SneakerCon weekend and also $300 coupon uh, to spend on eBay Canada as well as part of the treasure hunt theme. So Andy was the lucky winner for that contest. And uh, yeah, it's just great to have him back because part of the contest winning was that we would get them on an episode as well. So the schedule kind of worked out to have him on now so we can kind of discuss what he bought as well. But we'll get right into the episode because we want to talk. Uh, I know SneakerCon has been past like it's what it's been like six weeks now since SneakerCon. So maybe a lot of people have forgotten. But for those of you that can you remember uh, at SneakerCon, eBay had a VIP experience as well. So Andy was uh, um, lucky enough to get some wristbands for him and a guest to experience that. And then also just everything going on with SneakerCon as well. I guess first off, like, uh, tell us what you thought about SneakerCon itself, uh, Andy. Like, were there things that stood out? Uh, Vendors, activations, you know, pairs of sneakers people wearing, things like that. So to be honest, this was my first SneakerCon event. Oh, it was. Okay. Okay. Down to, yeah, period. So that you know and i came down with my youngest son lincoln as well which he's really interested in sneakers but this is like his first dive into really seeing what sneakers are about right like <laughs> he knows that i have friends from sneakers you know he knows that i like them he knows where i go to get them and how i get them but he never knew it was you know yeah. and he knows his friends like them but and he like, sees your setup in your room yeah to a certain like, degree that it's like a lot of sneakers but a lot of the fun was uh you know going driving down and we parked right by uh bmo field the tfc soccer field and you know it was pretty surreal for him getting out seeing all that and we walked down and and we didn't know exactly which section it was in in the event center so we're kind of walking down everything and then we hit the sneaker con doors and it's like the line is bent out the door across the road i'm like oh man like this is (laughs) i hope we don't have to line up like i know we're we're supposed to be getting in but like to see the look on his face and like to see that turnout man it was it was really cool because it's been so long obviously since there'd been an event and like it seemed like everybody was ready for it man like the music was bumping i'm trying to call kevy I'm like, there's yeah. no way he's hearing me. Like, <laughs> it's so loud. I can't even hear me calling him. Like, yeah. how is he going to hear me? So we kicked it out there and we're like, just taking it in, man. It was, it was pretty surreal. And, and wait, then, sorry uh, to interrupt, but uh, how old is your youngest son? He's 11. He's 11. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's young, but 
he's into sneakers through me. He he knows, you know, silhouettes. He, he's not really, and he'll know some big name sneakers, but he's not calling out like every release. You know, he's not dialed in, but yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. interested. And then his his friends come over, and they're starting to ask questions, and they're looking at the shoes, and they're like blown away by it the collection and he's starting to see like oh wow this is like this is cool like and then to see everybody doing it and like him just enjoying the vibe man you can see like yeah. he wanted right away like when you guys showed up and then collie had the camera going and yeah. like we're walking in it was kind of surreal like the music's bumping and we're soaking it all in and i'm i was having a like so much fun just watching him the eyes go around and he was pointing up at the ceiling and he's He's pointing at like the candles, the, the sneaker candles walking in, and right. first five seconds, man, he's like this, that, this, like it's like yeah. hold on, buddy, we're just we're just getting in sensory overload in the first like yeah. ten steps. <laughs> yeah, and then like on our brief walk to the booth, to the in kicks booth, you know, we bumped into like three people that that we knew on the way there. It was like, yeah. and it's funny because we've connected through sneakers and and our group chat as well have like gotten pretty tight but we've only like really met each other you know in person a few times but <laughs> seeing guys you know you've only met a few times and it doesn't feel like you know it doesn't feel like that at all you're walking in like you've been going to school together for the whole yeah. year right? so no that's a good point i mean it's like... real man and like to get that environment back i feel it was important too oh for sure i, I agree with you and you know I, and you're right i was there when you and your son, the front doors, and I could already see, like, you know, he was ready to go inside. Like, he was excited, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the lineup was super long, so, you know, that VIP bracelet definitely came in handy. Yes. Uh, just skipped that line there, went, walked right in, but, uh, yeah, like, as soon as you come in, I can't even imagine, like, I mean, you know, we've been to sneaker events before. We've seen sneakers on a different level before. We've seen different collections, things like that. But for your son, who may have only seen stuff to the extent of maybe your collection or maybe stuff that he sees on social media to a certain level, like, but to see it in person and to that scale, I'm sure he was blown away. Like, I could see it in his face. It was just when he walked in, he's like, he didn't know what to expect. And when he got in, he was like, whoa, this is yeah. like better than what I imagined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, the um, you know, like a buffet because he was just like, he wanted to hit everything up. It was definitely uh cool then yeah for sure so i mean like being your first sneaker con obviously his sneaker con too was there anything that you would consider like your favorite thing that you saw there i mean aside i'm sure you saw all the sellers you saw all the different merch and all that stuff but was there something like maybe activations or anything like that that maybe your son had mentioned that oh man that was so cool so it seemed like the center hub like everything was fascinating man walking through the trading pit was an experience just seeing everybody like working it, man. Like yeah. there's people just working everything and like the yeah. most random stuff. Uh, it was cool to see. And then it seemed like the young cats were just running around, flipping the same shoe to each other, like mm -hmm. walking down a table and going to the next. And like, there was a lot of like people just bought selling, like didn't matter if they were, you know, like where you, if you had a booth or not, there was a lot of transactions going on, but the, the center hub for me, you know, seeing the guys authenticating at eBay yeah. Um, the little giveaway Lincoln loved going up and, and spinning the wheel and trying mm -hmm. to win something. Got a pair of laces, but, you know, he was still, he was still happy. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, they were printing shirts, which was really cool. Uh, screen printing, like, shirts for the event. Yeah. I'd be biased to say, but the parlor booth was, like, just super cool to see. Like, it, yeah. it was 
it like a beacon for uh, the sneaker community because it he they weren't selling any shoes. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. strictly display, merchant display, right? Real rare shoes. So it was toddler was, stuff too. Yeah, and then they had their gear there, which was it's always you know how you guys know parlor the quality is just yeah wicked, and they had some stuff specifically for sneaker con there too. But the type of sneakerhead that or the type of enthusiast that that brought around. Mm-hmm. It was just crazy because you'd see people chopping it up. You'd see people talking about, you know, things you didn't even know about certain shoes. There was a lot learned, a lot of knowledge passed around in that booth and was by far my highlight at the event. No, I'm glad that you mentioned that too, because um, that's one of the things that, you know, we enjoy the most about sneaker cons. Like you're right. There's going to be transactions, wheeling and dealing going on constantly, people trading up to certain things people trading you know certain shoes whatever the case is but you were lucky enough to have both experiences where you know you came in as an attendee but you also helped jaron at his parlor booth on the second day so you kind of saw both sides like from a vendor's perspective and also from an attendee's perspective so yeah you're right like you know those are the things as a vendor people that are out there they you know they're just there to make money they want to sell you know they got a table full of dunks and just want to sell them all but you know a booth like jaren's he's got like just display stuff and i mean he's selling the merch but you're right like those are kind of the interactions that i really miss is that the people coming in and just hey look at this sneaker i haven't seen this in decades like or what is this sample i've never seen something like this before you know just talking about it and things like that so yeah, like I think those are the things that I genuinely missed like a lot without SneakerCon not being here for the last three or four years, three years. And what it was really cool about it was it put a very clear line in the sand, like mm. who is trying to make money and yeah. who like actually, you know, and I should I'm not saying that like just because the people were in and out that they didn't like sneakers. But yeah, no, for sure. Like there was definitely something for everybody. And there was penny samples there. There was SB samples what got probably the most interaction was the Nike air snowboard boot that they had. And it, uh, oh. I'm, I feel like an idiot cause I can't remember the name of the rider, but it had the craziest artwork all over it. And everyone had a story about it. Like a guy would come in and he would explain about the rider and he gave, you know, a breakdown about the boot and why it was made. It was never road. It wasn't meant to be road. It was meant to yeah. be like, like an art piece. And someone else would tell you about the rest of the line and, Someone else will come in and see this sample and tell you about the how, what it turned into. And and then you'd have people just asking a hundred questions. And thankfully, like you said, I helped out on the Sunday of the event at the parlor booth. Like I was able to pick up a lot. And you know when someone's talking the truth about something, they, just, <laughs> yeah. they have it within every bit of them, uh, their explanation. It's a passion, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like I was able passion. to gather information on some. I knew about some. I... Uh, made a point to learn about others the mm-hmm. guys that were there you know joel and um i feel like a, an idiot i can't remember all the cats names that that we were with but they're all solid dudes and they all knew their shit in different forms you know some were sb some were air max it was a cool collective man and to be able to you know like see some of these samples so like one of the ones that blew me away was you know the reese forbes the hunter yeah well mm-hmm. This was a sample for one called the gatherer and it was literally like a wicker basket or like hemp looking like it yeah, yeah, looked yeah. like someone yeah. wove the shoe and uh, it was really cool. But yeah, just to see the conversations that that sparked and like, it's just like sports, man. It's just like, you know, like a movie or like, mm-hmm. 
you can you can get so into it and invested into it and you get lost in the conversation and it's like it was a beautiful thing there's quite a few experiences that transcended sneakers throughout sneaker con in my opinion yeah no i agree like you know, sneaker kind of is one of those things where, yeah, I mean, there's people that just want to buy sneakers, right? There's people that just want to sell sneakers and there's people that just want to learn about sneakers too, right? So for them to be able to, you know, put that all together in one building and then Jaron putting together a booth that is basically, you know, a conversation piece. Like his booth was literally, if you want to call it something, it was a conversation piece. You know, like he set that up specifically to get people there to drop and share knowledge and just talk with each other as a network just about the common passion for sneakers and you know and things like that are not even sneakers like you're talking about a snowboard boot like just because it was the air force doesn't mean it was a sneaker right so like just things like that just to get people talking get us back into that whole social environment of you know sneakers stuff that we all love too right so but that being your first event i don't know what your expectations were if it met your expectations but is there something that maybe that you would like to see at the next sneaker con like they've always done it like speaking from experience like trev and i and colin's you know probably seen um you know a bunch of sneaker cons and stuff or whatever the case is but they always do something like bigger and better so from your experience is there anything that they could probably add on honestly like i'm not gonna like pretend to even know how to, to get into planning these types of events but no, no, yeah. Aside it would from really that, be but... nice to me you know, they have like the trading pit. It'd be nice to just have like a selling pit. Like if you're just there to sell, like have a section that you can dip into and buy, but also kind of have that like a section where it's like the vibe you can actually talk tour around. And I guess they did kind of have that, but I felt like it was yeah, people would post pretty that. much people, the same kind of vibe selling the mm-hmm. same shoes. And yeah. like it worked out because, you know, there was, there was a few stops you could make along the way. So, you know, I would check out parlor. I went down, I dipped by, I would hang out with you guys. Another local cat, uh, Adam resells uh, from Bradford. He had a booth there and he's uh, good friends with a buddy of mine. So I was kicking it with them for a bit mm-hmm. and just kind of like floating around, but trying to go in and like, it, it seemed like it was just so competitive. The prices were like at the same price everywhere you went. Like, yeah, yeah. there was, you weren't really getting a deal. You'd have to go there almost like when you go to, the Raptors game, you know, you're going to be paying $12, you know, $15 for a hot dog. You know, like you're going to sneaker con, you're going to be paying that. You're not getting any deals. And maybe at, you know, the end of the week, you can luck out or you might find something you don't see every day. But I mean, like I didn't go there to buy. I went there to kind of like absorb the experience and um, I really enjoyed it, but I could have just kept like kicking it in, like going by and looking at the different shoes as opposed to like, I buy this hey you're like yeah, you're selling yeah. that i'm like no i'm wearing that yeah like, yeah <laughs> now i hear you you know that's a good take for sure because there are a lot of people that are just kind of taking in the experience and you know speaking of experiences too a part of the contest prize pack was you got to do the vip experience the yes. ebay vip experience oh yeah which was something that was uh we didn't even know what it was you know shireen uh who you guys may have heard on our last week's episode she's ahead of sneakers you know, she was discussing with us a bunch of things that were uh, planned for SneakerCon. And she said, we got a VIP experience. So don't tell Andy about it or don't tell the winner about it. But we've got something that they can experience as well. And we didn't even know what it was going to be. So when we got there, they're like, okay, they get a VIP wristband and then they can go to that. And, you know, you were able to go there with your son. So why don't you tell us a little bit about 
the VIP experience and what it's all about. Because okay. I don't know if everybody have got a chance to do that. No. And that was definitely cool and hilarious because I'm with my 11 year old son yeah. who's wearing his mom's ah mom and year threes. Oh man. He was killing it with those threes. He, and he has no regard for anyone else. Like when he sees candy and we walk in <laughs> to the eBay VIP, which is great. You got to show your band and he feels like a star Yeah, in there. There's people like, sitting pretty on the inflatable couches taking like social media pictures yeah the influencers you know, and stuff. they're all like yeah like peace signs everywhere and and my kid just beelines it for the back candy table it was like a candy buffet and they were all like rare snacks like it wasn't you yeah, know exotic like, exotic yeah, it was like exotic snacks so there's like these crazy fantas and dunkaroos and pop rocks and there's just like literally tongs of candies and bags and he's just like going to town. He loads up a bag and throws it in his pocket and he grabs like three Dunkaroos and he's like eating a bowl of cereal. I'm like, oh my God. So then he wants to open up a juice, like fruit punch, <laughs> almost spills it on his mom's shoes. I'm like, just j- eat your cereal. So I, I'm I'm sitting down and I was talking to someone in there. Oh, it was Collie was you were with us, weren't you, Collie? <laughs> yeah, Collie was knocking everybody else over too. It was the two of them just <laughs> so I look over I and look at that day, there but I was with there. his bowl of cereal, just like mowing this this bowl of some crazy cereal. And there's these people trying to take a picture, and he's literally like right in their picture, like photo bombing with his bowl of cereal. I think Collie actually got him on film eating his cereal and he like laughs at the camera he's like yeah i mean cereal yeah. whatever I do but it was video. so funny man like and then he'd be like can i go back and grab something to drink i'm like yeah sure and then he's like can i go back again like 20 you know half an hour later i'm like whoa man I'm like okay and then he comes back he's like dad they said that i can only go in one more time and they got to take my bracelet and i was like oh man like i like, told you you can't be going back a hundred times we'll time this one yeah we, uh, yeah, we hit it one more time, but it was definitely a treat. It had a little arcade basketball, and Netmeg had a bunch of classics set up all around it. Yeah, a lot of junk food. It was cool. <laughs> Could have brought a better plus one. Yeah, no, for sure. I was going to say, like, Kid in the Candy Store, that's what it would be like. It's like, you know, the uh, the, the beginning part of Half Baked when they're in the freaking uh, they're in the, the convenience store, and they're just going Onions, nuts. And... man. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, I mean, I'm glad to hear that he enjoyed it. You know, I, I'm pretty sure everyone felt like an 11 year old kid, at, you know, in that uh, VIP experience. I know Kali was there a bunch of times too, you know, grabbing a bunch of stuff. So I, I was working. <laughs> yeah, Were you hitting the sure. monster, the monster booth? Oh, yeah. No, Rich was. Nonstop. Rich had like four of them the one day. Because after his third, I was like, you know, there's caffeine in those. He's like, oh. <laughs> He's like, oh, there is? Yeah, he's like, no, no, it's okay, man. I switched to the non-sugar. I'm like, Ritz, it's not about the sugar. It's about how much caffeine. Parlor Booth was sponsored by Guru Energy. So we had uh, Guru Energy all Sunday. And I'm like, man, I was saying to Joel, I'm like, this is like, this is going down, man. Like, I got to be careful. He's like, yeah, man, you cannot, don't have three before noon. You'll be, you'll be toast. You're going to (laughs) crash. Or you're gonna bounce off the wall, and I'm like, man, I wanna, I wanna have it. He's like, let's do it together. <laughs> like we're drinking three of them at like by lunchtime. Oh my god, man! Yeah, it was a dangerous, dangerous combo. Yeah, but no, I mean, eBay did it proper with that with that VIP experience. And like I said, not just your son had had an amazing time. I think everybody that was in there and was able to experience that had a really good time. So shout out to eBay for 
you know, allowing us to, you know, feel like kids in a candy store. I think it was uh, Trap Mart. Was it Trap Mart that was um, the sponsor yeah. for that whole candy section too? Yeah. So yeah, those exotic candies. If anybody was looking for anything specific, they got all that stuff at Trap Mart. Yeah, thank um, you, Trap Mart. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure Lincoln was probably uh, doing his trick or treating. Like, what the fuck is this Skittles? I don't want the fuck. <laughs> I don't want Dunkaroos. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Where, where, where are the Japanese Kit Kats? Where's the Lychee Fanta? That's yeah. what it was. <laughs> Super amazing and vibe because that little section that they had, you know, was almost like its own vibe in itself like it was like a an event inside of an event so but yeah it's super cool with the uh, net mags some grail pairs in there and stuff too he had his kick bricks in there yeah and, and you definitely <laughs> i was you arm length there? away from oh Paris dunks, but <laughs> yeah. <what? laughs> yeah it definitely made it feel like a vip when you were there they had like the stanchions and you kind of had to walk through and there was like a a person there like wait like checking your wristband so yeah, and i totally um, felt like i didn't belong like it was yeah. right on par like yeah yeah like, no, yeah, I, like uh we're supposed to be here i swear yeah. <laughs> no for sure i'm glad and, and i'm glad like you said you could have picked a better better plus one because i could just see the look on his face like the entire day he was just having a great time just looking at all the stuff looking at all the sneakers and just being able to experience that with his dad and just see that, uh, you know, the sneaker world is huge. You can meet a lot of different people, you know, with different preferences uh, in terms of sneakers. And there's a community that's involved with, with sneakers. So that was great, too. And but, uh, uh, yeah. just one thing, I, it was really cool walking around with him. He, like, walked by this one booth and he stopped dead in his tracks. He's like, oh, this is so cool. And it was a tote bag. And he's like, oh, and the hat. Like, he's going nuts over this stuff. And it was just a small local company, Brethren Store, I believe is their name on Instagram. But a local cat and his girlfriend that make clothes. And, uh, and I'm like, you, you want this, buddy? It's like I told him you can get like like a souvenir. He's like, yeah, I want to get it. And the look on their face when he said that, like, man, it was it was so cool because he really wanted it. And they were just like so happy that someone was buying their stuff and, and really liked it. It was just really cool. You know, my my son get that excited and like really in turn made somebody else really excited and you know probably help motivate too. Like yeah, we were doing well there, moving some stuff, and he carried it around. He wore his hat the whole rest of the day. I saw that, yeah. And yeah. Uh, you know, he was on the Foot Locker had like a spinning video stand. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He was doing that, and like all these people were coming around taking snaps of him. Like he was just <laughs> feeling like you know he had it made. And then he asked for everything on the way home, and I had to tell him, no, the fun's over, buddy. I don't have VIP <laughs> everything in life. Yeah, the VIP day is done now. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I mean, it, it just sounds like it was a great time for you and son. So I just uh, – I'm glad that, you know, we had you on because we wanted you to tell our listeners about that experience and, um, you know, also just about the contest in general. You know, you had to submit a photo. The whole point of the contest was to sort of – just you know hunting in general like ebay is one of those things where you can get on there and you can just sort of hunt for you know hunt for gems you know we like to call them gems and andy's already he's already good he's like a hunter himself so i'm glad that you won because um <laughs> you're already a hunter on ebay and you always talk about your ebay pairs but tell us a little bit about the submission that you had because oh um, I, i'm biased the, because little pat on the back bell <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because 
I, I approve of the pair that you you copped. So I bet uh, we I'm and we've sent a bit of a ricochet effect too because Midsole Collector just picked him up too, and he gave he me. He also credit. got it too. Yeah, I told I had to tell him, man. I'm like, no, man, that was Kevy. So Kevin has had <laughs> posted a pair, and I was like, what are these? Like, and I think I don't know if he had posted what they were or not, but I was like, yeah, internet sleuthing them up right away. I'm like looking at see like Decepticon Nike trainers and. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> my pair that ended up winning the contest with was the Air Trainer SC2 Megatrons, yeah. which is like, I was a big Transformer kid and too, yeah. my last name was Khan. So I like had a soft spot for the Decepticons. Like I couldn't like, you know, like Starscream was a bitch and Megatron sucked, but like Soundwave was like the oh, coolest yeah. Transformer in the I game. Agree. Like he could have yeah. gone both ways and you would have been okay with it. You yeah, know, like I agree. But, yeah, like so, like oh man, the, and they look, you know, they're obviously they're in Raptors colors, and yep. they're just a, a cool shoe altogether. Like from like an aesthetic point, you know, I don't normally like strap shoes. Like I'm not a big trainer guy, but the strap even looks good. The big teeth on the bottom, and mm -hmm. yeah, they're such a sick. Oh, the dark so. soul. Yes, yes, like so many little features, and yep. uh, I saw them, and I was like, okay, like they're on the radar, and that's again the beauty of it. Like I think I found a few pairs. I started following them, just like liking them. I just like, you know, clicked on it and kind of forgot about it. And then, you know, I'd get a notification like, oh, these have been reposted for 20% off. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I forget about it. And then again, I got like a bing and I'm like, okay, you know what? Like, I got to look at this again. Yeah. And like, I think I got them for a steal. I think it was like 125 bucks. Like I ended up getting them for at the end of the day. And I was like, done, like done. I cannot. You know, that's like a yeah. GR. You'd be stupid not to get it. Yeah, so. And the condition that you got them in too. I remember you posted or you showed us when you got them in and you pulled them out of the box and they were like pristine. Too. Yeah. They were they're like, had amazing. a sparkle vibe to them. Like they were that. Yeah. 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 They, I was really, you would, could have told me that they were, they were DS and I would have believed you like maybe tried on once at the store or something, but yeah. And that's what we love about this whole treasure hunt thing is that like you can find steals. Right. And that's kind of why, why I wanted to ask you about it because you know, we asked our listeners to post something that they treasure hunted, you know, pre-owned pair. And when you showed us pictures of it, you know, on the post, but then also when you picked them up, like they were pristine, man. And every preconceived notion that if you're buying a pre-owned pair, it means it's somebody's beat up old shoes that they mowed the lawn in or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? It but does have a pre-owned. It does have a dirty sound of the name, I guess. But right. So, like, but no, that's great that you got, you got a, a great condition pair at a great price. And, you know, like because of your searches and the way that you were doing your search and, you know, your watch list and all this stuff, you're getting notifications of when prices are going down yeah, and things like that too. So it was great that, uh, I really kind of like anything. a little, little it was, it was kind yeah. of funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause it was like, the guy was negotiating with himself. Like he was okay. Okay. I'll go down yeah. 20. Okay. Like. And I'm like, oh, like by the time I really oh, clued in and looked at the price, I'm like, that can't be right. Like, but yeah, yeah, like the the hunt is um is is definitely part of the fun because you know you'll hear a song in like a show or a movie, and you're like, oh, what was that? You like look it up, and mm -hmm. then next thing you know, it's like it's in rotation. I try to like I'll see something and I'll, it'll remind me of of a time or maybe a shoe that I haven't seen. And I'm like, oh man, I gotta like make a note of that and come back around to it and then we don't need any more shoes right like we're probably all at the point where we're just finding more stuff to collect reasons we like it so 
sometimes it's fun to like dig and find something and then you just wait for that right time and there's stuff that we all want right away and uh, i'll probably be getting to that with with what my pickup was from my coupon but there was just sometimes there's things that you can wait for and when you're hunting that's the fun of it it's like oh man i'd really like this but i'd like it for the right price you kind of put it on the shelf and and they'll let you know when uh you can get it for the price that you want because they're just going to keep messaging you about it. Which I think is what's cool about it, right? Like, I mean, I, I do this all the time with items, you know, I'll, I'll watch list them and, you know, I'll keep getting notifications. I'm actually, I'm watching a pair of Eris Jordan 11s, the black and gold pair for my girlfriend. And there was a used pair that I found that was, you know, when you look at the pictures, you're like, uh, it's a little more used than I might want. So I, I've just kept it on my watch list. I haven't really thought anything of it, right? And ironically enough they keep dropping the price pretty significantly like now it's at the point where it's like a hundred bucks and i'm like ah you know a little jason mark yeah. little you know tlc <laughs> and that might not look too bad you know so it's it's cool because yeah like they'll just keep dropping the price and the thing that i appreciate is that it's you know people are actually willing to work with you on stuff right like you're not talking to a yeah. computer let's work out a deal you know you have it for 300 can you do 280 275 whatever the case is right you can try and work something out like that and there's no harm in throwing out the offer, right? That's the thing too, is like, yeah, it's it's like a very carefree environment. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. you're not going to be out, like just saying whatever, offending people, but you're like, you just be honest, like, hey, like, would you take this? No, okay, like, but you can still, you never know, they might come around, and once that offer's been laid out there, they might come back and be like, all right, well, would you, you know, in a couple weeks, three weeks, they might take your price, right? So. When we had uh, Aaron Denham Hartz on, he said exactly the same thing. He's, you know, he was, him, him and Rich were the quote unquote Kijiji kings, right? You know, he said the same thing. He's like, you know, I'll sometimes offer a price out there where it's, you know, hey, I can do X amount. If you, if you, that doesn't work for you, cool. No worries. Ignore the message, right? Yeah. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I've acquired a pair from him not long ago and uh, it was like flawless, super easy. Great dude. Yeah. yeah really great guy. No, that's awesome. So, I mean, and, and oh, sorry, also part of the contest, you also won a $300 coupon for eBay, which you were given to spend on uh, on eBay. So tell us about, were you able to purchase something? I think you did mention that you bought something and you were able to hunt uh, for a new pair. So tell us about that experience. Like, what did you end up buying? Like, what was that like? I got like 400 used Pokemon cards, man. It was a steal. <laughs> Uh, I couldn't pass it up. Uh, there's probably about 30 good ones in the pile, but who knows? They could be worth more. I got to go through them. So. How many of those energy cards did you get? Uh, a lot of trainer <laughs> cards. A lot of trainer cards. I'm talking about my ass. I know nothing. Pokemon. Yeah. Um, my typical, this is going to sound bad, but I think we're all guilty of checking like StockX when we want to know prices of things. Well, for me, when I want to find something, I go to GOAT because GOAT sells used as well. Their like database is what much larger than than StockX. Now, you know how you guys have discussed about the linguistics of the eBay search and like the different ways to phrase things. Well, I find on GOAT, you type in Nike Air Max and like it's just stuff that people are willing to collect and resell. There's a lot like it weeds out a lot of the nonsense like the mom's selling her kids old shoes that they bought from sport check. You know what I mean? Like it right. takes away all that out of the mix. It's literally just collectible mm-hmm. shoes. 
and you'll find silhouettes, you'll find collabs, you'll find GRs you never even knew existed. And that's typically what I'll do is I'll go on and I'm like Air Max is my jam. So that's kind of where I started. And as of late, I've really been like, I know New Balance has been picking up. I really only have a couple models that I like with New Balance personally, but like I've really dialed back down. It sounds bad, but like to the swoosh, because I like to flip my stuff. Like when I get sick of it, I like to sell it and I can never get my money back on New Balance and, and Adidas. So I just always end up sticking to stuff that I can move on if, I, if I'm not 100% in love with it. Yeah, that's stuff. fair. So I, lo- I went looking through Air Max on GOAT and like all of a sudden it was like, oh my gosh, there was, I had like a seven things on my watch list in the first half an hour of looking, you know, then you know, I'm working my way into the Jordans. I was really hunting for a pair of metallic fives, black metallic fives. Yeah. Don't know why, like just almost like the not quite as good, but can compete for the most wearable sneaker next to the black cement three. Like, I feel like you could beat it. It looks good when it's worn. You know, it's, yeah. it'll take a beating. Mm-hmm, um, definitely. Three, four, but, five, uh, one that I've, I'd like to add to the collection. But then I was like big into this Air Max Light Mita. It's a fairly old collab. It has vibes of the Clot 13. Is mm-hmm, it? Okay. Um, the one with the terracotta type of yeah, look to it? it has yeah. like a terracotta type pattern to the to the air max and it won't really it's an older sneaker and it was like 500 bucks and they weren't moving on it and i've been following it for a long time it hasn't budged so that was kind of getting like weeded out but what i was really gunning for a pair of air max 90 crep hemp's and then the air max one og crep hemp's like i've liked them for a very long time like before Mm -hmm. the the retro was even announced. That was like a shoe that I really wanted, but it's really tough to find a pair in a decent condition. Like the hemp just kind of cracks at the bends yep. of the box. Yep. I had one pair that was kind of checked all the boxes, but it was a nine and a half. And I'm like, I can't, some shoes I can go down to a nine and a half, but I'm mainly like a 10, sometimes a 10 and a half. So I was like, ah, and then there was the denim nineties. I was, Ooh, I was that's like, a good oh man, too. I was kicking around all these and like pre-owned was like, man, like hundred bucks, 200 bucks cheaper on some of these pairs. So it was yeah. really kind of honing in. Then I found out, you know, I, I put a lot of thought into this. I didn't just pull the trigger on buying it. And then I found out that they're releasing the Gore-Tex five, which I'm like, I'm sold. I wanted to beat that five anyway. Mm-hmm. And make it out of Gore-Tex is like, giving me the green light to do that like i can wear that in the rain i won't have to worry about ruining it and that's what i bought i wanted to buy it for anyway so i took the metallic black off my list and then i was down to denims and the hemp 90s and i'm looking at these hemp 90s and i'm like man they're like i don't know to what extent he can fix the hemp or if you've got to replace it and i'm like man like kind of doing that same thing trev like it's like it's in the price that i'm willing to pay but is the condition right Oh man. And then during this whole time, the hemp ones, the crep hemp ones dropped and yep, everybody was hitting on them. And I was like, you know, I kind of like they were going to be around. I didn't jump on them right away. Then, you know, they sold everywhere and I'm looking at them on eBay now that I'm, I don't have them. I'm like, I got this <laughs> gift card. I can get them. And I'm watching the price drop and drop and drop. I ended up getting the Air Max one hemp creps with my gift card 
for two hundred and twenty dollars. Nice. Oh man, which is under retail. Under retail, yeah. I believe I paid ten dollars. No, no, it was free shipping. It's free shipping. And I ended up paying twenty five bucks in duty because I did end up getting them sent to me. Oh, from a US I only, seller. I only had okay. to pay twenty five bucks in duty for them. So two forty five all in, which didn't count on my gift card. So I had some more money to spend. And uh, I ended up adding on a few other things. It's funny because I got this Vince Carter T-shirt of him in the in the slam dunk contest, right? Oh yeah. And then Brian <laughs> Legends League drops his version of it. I was like, man, yeah, yeah. I kind of wanted to buy this, but I literally just bought the same T-shirt from somebody else. Right. So I didn't yeah. do that to myself. That's great to hear that you were able to, you know, get a pair that was kind of on your radar. You know, and then you used like with the watch list and all that stuff too, and kind of going back and forth. Oh yeah, I mean, I where love, is it? I'm trying to I get the, the eBay and frame here. Oh, the eBay. There you go. Brought to you part by eBay sneakers <laughs> Canada. Yeah, the authentication tag there. I love the sole too. It's such a great pair. And at first they were kind of sitting, and then you know I kind of regret not waiting a little bit because yeah, like eBay, like you said, they send you notifications, and the sellers kind of like buy them because. You know, maybe they think they're going to be able to resell them or something. But then when they start sitting, then the prices on eBay start to dip and then you get notifications for it. Yeah. You know, and then if they're still in your watch list, then you can kind of contact the seller like, hey, can you do a better price on this? And most of the time, if you're reasonable, like I'm not going to be like, yeah, sell them to me for a hundred bucks and the guy will just tell you to fuck off. Right. But for the most part, if you try to knock off maybe the shipping or go like maybe, you know, 20 or 30 bucks less than what their listing is. They're probably bumping it up like 20 or 30 bucks just to try to like make a couple extra bucks. Honestly, man, the only way that you, to me, the only reason why you sh- don't like this shoe is like this is new. This is like New Balance tones that they're just pumping yep. out nonstop right now. If you're to look at the tones alone, but just the uniqueness of the sneaker, the different types of material like this isn't going to be one that that will stay low for long. I think as time goes on, it's going to be and it'll hold up better than the old than the other one did i think but i'm gonna wear them i love them i think that they're a sweet colorway i like the crepe sole i think that's cool yeah yeah very great pair yeah great pair. very cool pair oh i'm glad to hear that uh, you're able to put your your coupon and 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 what about uh, using the coupon too do you have any issues uh using it super easy or what what was your experience with that no literally just loaded what i all the things in my cart and then i went and i saw it and I added it to my cart and it was boom it was like that, man. It was just says for payment. Yeah. 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 I find it they make it pretty easy. And then uh how long did because you got it from a US seller, right? So how long did it take from the time that he shipped it out or whoever like the seller was shipped it out to the authentication center? I think it's in New York. Yeah, from right? my experience, it's been it's very this didn't take that long though. I want to say it was like a five days, like a week to get to me. Yeah, it doesn't take that long at all. Awesome, man. No, I'm, I'm, I'm super happy that the the contest and then the sneak con, like that was your first sneaker con. So I'm... I even got to make a sale at the In Kicks booth, man. I felt like a hero. You did. Yes. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed <laughs> sneaker con. And yeah, I yeah, we uh, when we were up on stage doing uh, the little mini podcast, we uh, we asked Andy to cover the table and and he actually sold something. I think that was the first it might have been the first pair of shoes we sold that day. 
what might have been around (laughs) he was good luck no but yeah so he had all these different he was uh an attendee he was like a knowledge guy at the parlor booth then he was also a salesman too so look at you like your first sneaker con you did more than most people did in in like the the three sneaker cons that have been in toronto and i had to dad it for half for that first day too i had to be on dad mode too which like that's an added duty you know that is kevy come on like you gotta be dadding it up and get over here and don't touch that. He did grab though that one guy had like all his size 18s and he had a size like 18 Air Force One on his hand and it was hilarious, man. It was like this whole size of his arm. <laughs> yeah, um, well, I mean, I'm glad to hear that the SneakerCon experience was great. The VIP experience was great. You know, you were able to um, you know put that coupon to good use. Great, great pair, by the way, the Crep have. I don't want to say it's sneaker of the year, but it was definitely one of the pairs that was a must-have for me. I know a lot of guys, they wanted them too, so I'm glad that you guys uh, were able to do that. But yeah, no, just thanks for sharing your experiences on eBay too because uh, it's tough sometimes when you have, you know, abundance of stuff. Like you said, there's, you know, there can be stuff from like, you know, pairs of sneakers that you're looking forward to. Yeah, some mom just selling their old kids' old sneakers that they grew out of, right? Beat up sneakers. And and there's a way to just sort of find what you're looking for. And, and, and it comes with practice, I find. So it's it's good to hear from, from your perspective. But I also have a pair, too. So we'll kind of be sharing our experiences, too. So for me, what I normally do when I'm going on eBay, I think I may have mentioned a little bit earlier, is I first I start off with, like, the vaguest, broadest search ever because i don't want to miss anything i want like if i'm looking for nike i just put nike and then i just hit search and then i I let everything come up and then i'll sort of refine by size because obviously i don't want to look at a size 18 pair of nikes or uh whatever it is and then i go to pre-owned usually i'll click the pre-owned i usually click off authenticity guarantee i'll try to click off like location as well you know preferably canada and then i'll broaden it to other locations too when you know, I'm like kind of pissed off that I can't find what I'm looking for in Canada. So then I'll kind of, you know, expand it out to U.S. or internationally. But I like to do that, you know, as broad as possible. And then later on, I'm like, oh, I don't want to be looking at all this, these random Nikes. Then I'll narrow it down to stuff like, you know, like Andy said, like I'm a big Air Max guy. So I'll like look for Air Maxes too. And I'll just click off the box. You can actually click off you know, the models. So I'll click off all the different models that I'm looking for in Nike. So you know, Air Maxes, you can put Jordans, you can, you know, you can put Air Max 1, Air Max 90, you can put all those specific things. So even if you're not looking for like an Air Max, you know, 93, let's just say I don't like 93s and I won't even click that and they won't show up. And then you can also do like by color too. So I know Trev's not a white sneaker guy. If he doesn't want white sneakers, he doesn't have to click that. He just puts in black sneakers. So when you refine it, it kind of like lessens that anxiety at least for me with the abundance of stuff that kind of come, comes at you at the first kind of search but what i like to do too is i also like to to do the release years so they have an option for selecting release years and when i'm searching on ebay i, I like to look for obscure stuff i like to look for older stuff so when i was looking for my pair Condition, definitely something that is is big as well. So I'm doing a lot of communicating back and forth when I do find something, but I'm looking at pictures mostly uh, to start off with just to see what the general condition is because like you were saying earlier, you know, with your with your SC trainer, you could barely even tell that it was used, you know, and I, and, and I like looking for stuff like that because you can see when it's beat and you can't hide stuff. Like if somebody's trying to purposely 
hide a scuff or hide a whatever or like you know like i notice a lot of people will take pictures and they don't show certain angles because you know you won't see where a heel drag is for example you won't see where the creases are on like jordan 11s or something like that so i like to you know look at the general pictures first and if the lighting's bad or whatever then i always 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 ask for more pictures but for me the pair that i've got so i'll show you guys a little bit of a peek here black box SB was uh, what I ended up getting and <laughs> older pair too, something that I've been on the hunt for for a really, really, really long time. And I was able to find one great price, great condition. I was able to sort of message the seller too, like go back and forth on the price and stuff and just kind of wheel and deal, which is what I like because we were kind of talking a little bit earlier about, you know, some of these guys are like, you know, even if you kind of make a reasonable price, they'll tell you. Even if it's lower than what they're thinking, then they'll kind of, they'll give you like a counter or something. And you kind of can talk back and forth. You know, I, I do that, but not in a disrespectful way. Just kind of like, you know, this is the price that I think that this is worth. Do you think that's reasonable? And then you kind of go back and forth. But without further ado, the pair that I picked up, I'll show you guys. Da, 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 da. So the pair is the MF Doom nike sb dunk high and this pair is from 07 is that right and you have this you have this sneaker too no, right i don't have the no i don't have the mf you don't have this oh i thought you had this one but this is a pair i've been after for a really 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 long time i was able to f negotiate with the with the seller no heel drag right but there's the other shoe. came with ogl pretty much sorry the only other thing too it didn't come with the insoles which I personally was a little bit disappointed about their special artwork on the insoles. So I was a little bit disappointed that it didn't come with the insoles, but I mean, it is what it is. Maybe I'll treasure hunt for some insoles later on. Let's <laughs> <laughs> stay positive. But to be able to get a pair, um, finally, after all these years of just searching and hunting and yeah, I'm just blown away by the fact that, you know, it didn't take that long to get them either. So like Andy said, I think it was like a week at most to get to me but uh yeah that's that's my pair mf doom sb dunk high actually there is some separating on it so yeah like i was asking the seller for extra photos you know like i got him to send me you know different angles you know show me this show me that like you know is there any separation which he mentioned to me that there was but i mean that's that's common for like this shoe's from 07 so like any shoe that's you know anything more than i want to say 10 or 12 years old on dunks especially there's going to be some separation but uh, it's a sewn on sole though, it's right? a sewn on sole so it's not going to fall off but or it's not going to crumble but when the time comes and if it gets really bad, then, you know, our boy Konotsky will, will be able to take care of that. But yeah, no, like everything else in terms of the, um, just the condition of the suede. And I mean, just like everything about this sneaker is just so great. Like I, in, in my opinion, it is one of the better, if not the best, you know, collaborations that Nike SB Dunk has done just with the details on the sneaker, the different materials that are, there's like an ostrich toe cap leather there. There you have like the new buck, you have this uh, more premium leather on, on some of the eyelet pieces there. Then you have the embroidered Doom logo there. Then you have the tongue tag, which is the mask. Comes with the, the lace dubrays, the silver ones that uh, one is super, the other one's villain. Yeah, I mean, like, I know Andy's a big Doom fan, right? Like, you love his music and I love his music too. And RIP to Doom as well. It just sucked because 
once people found out that he died as well, like we were talking about the Kobe's and we were talking about Virgil, once he died, then everything kind of skyrocketed. And I was like, oh, fuck, man, I'll never be able to get a pair. You know, so that's the other thing. So when you're searching for stuff, especially a lot, a lot of these like older, older pairs that may need some TLC, then, you know, it's great to be able to have some photos and, and maybe even get them to send a video or that type of thing. And, you know, even just negotiating prices because most people that are on eBay looking for stuff, or sorry, I don't want to say most people, but there's a certain market, like a niche market for really pre-owned pairs. Like if somebody were telling me that, you know, I wore these a lot, a lot of people would be like, eh, you know, I'll pass, you know, but there's some people that know what that is and how hard it is to find that they're willing to sort of, you know, try to make a deal or they'll make an exception because they know that they won't be able to find it elsewhere. Or if you can like disclose all of that information, then you know what you're getting into. So I don't want to just buy something that, you know, if somebody says it's seven out of 10, like what the hell does that even mean? Like, show me what the pictures are, show me what it looks like. And then I can sort of decide uh, for myself based on that, you know, outside of actually having the shoe in hand, that's kind of the next best thing. And, you know, the descriptions aren't always the best when they, you know, when they post it on eBay too. So it's kind of like you have to do your own uh, due diligence to get that information too sometimes because I don't want to say the guy was hiding. He's not going to sit there and write a two-page essay on every little thing that's happened, you know, that's wrong with the shoe. Kind of just have to, you know, do that extra little bit of work just to ask him for it, you know, for the pictures and certain angles. Like, you know, I was mainly concerned about like heel drag, creasing, cracking, scuffs on the leather, things that you can't replace. Like, you know, the, also the piping is all 3M too. So sometimes 3M can crack as well. So I want to make sure that there was no like cracking on that, you know, and that's, that was pretty much it. So I think in terms of, you know, Andy kind of, you know, mentioned a lot of things that I did as well. You know, like I said, Andy's, a, you know, he's a hunter himself, so he knows. He's got a few come up Kijiji stories and stuff like that, too, that he mentioned on his episode. And you, know, you kind of have to take that approach when it comes to pre-owned stuff because, you know, you don't know what you can find on eBay. And when you do find it, you want to make sure that it at least meets your expectations, your standards for spending your money because, you know, you don't want to spend money on something, then then get it and just be, you know, completely shocked by some of the stuff that's there because you could have asked everything beforehand. Yeah. And like you said, Kev, a lot of the times you'll see there's, we all get that way. We want to sell something, but we don't really like, we just take pictures of it quick, you know, and yeah. throw it up. There's a lot of times that people are just throwing it up there to put the ad out. And like you said, if you follow up with questions and get detailed pictures of what you want to see, like that's how you find those gems because people will just be doing the eye test. They're going to scroll by if it doesn't catch their eye. The SC <clears throat> trainers that I got, the photo for the ad was not the photo that I ended up showing you guys. Like that was, you know, a detailed photo I got later on. But the ad cover was literally like a guy had the shoes on his table and the lights reflecting off the table and the shoes were like kind of glowing. And but I saw that, you know, a little enough to to start asking questions but yeah that's a a good tip to like just dig deeper before you write it off because you will find some steals just because they didn't really put any effort in in the sale of it they're just trying to get rid of it and that's how you get the deal someone that's just trying to get rid of it yeah no that's a good point i mean like you're right like a lot of people will just scroll through the thumbnails and just look at that 
But, you know, if you're really looking for something, you know, like an SE Trainer 2 is not something that you, with that colorway specifically, is not something that you can buy very often. So, you know, it's easy to scroll past it. But if you do see something like that, then you want to kind of dig a little deeper. And that's when the whole communication and messaging the seller and then even with the making offers and things like that. So you can make an offer, they can counter offer, and you can even write messages in those offers too. So, you know, it started off with that. And then later it was just like, I'll just message him directly. And then, you know, we'll go from there because it was almost like he was ready for questions because the pictures that he had were, they were good pictures, but you know, I'm sure other people that know what that shoe is and know how dunks can be at that age are going to want more pictures. And you can only put, I think, maybe 12 pictures in your listing. It almost felt like he had pictures like in the chamber ready to go. But when I asked him for specific pictures, he took those new pictures as well. So, I mean, I don't know how you know vast his collection is or how much stuff he has, but it almost was like, you know, he was by his phone, he got the message, asked for a picture and he could probably pull the box like right from a shelf or something and just snap the photos right there like oh is there something specific that you're looking for yeah i want to see the bottom i want to see you know what the heel drag looks like i want to see the collar like is that suede stained or you know in a certain condition like i was asking him all these things and he was happy like if you're hiding something then most likely they're going to ghost you but if they're happy to show that stuff to you or they're like a serious seller then you know the it guy was super confidence. responsive. What's that? Yeah, it definitely builds confidence. When yeah, it, exactly. Like, I don't have anything to worry about. He Anything that I asked him to send me, he was willing to send it. He's like, listen, uh, you know, like, whatever you need, any extra pictures, just tell me and I'll take pictures for you. So, um, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that was an exciting treasure hunt for me because it kind of started off like, man, what am I going to get? And, like, you just just feeling super overwhelmed. And then, like Andy said, like, you kind of go into a little bit of a rabbit hole. You see something, you're like, oh, yeah, I kind of remember wanting to get that. So there was a bunch of Air Maxes that I was looking for, too, like an At the Atmos Air Max 1, the Tiger Camo. So I know Andy picked up an Air Max 90 Tiger Camo one earlier, I think this year or sometime last year. But, like, that was a pair that I kind of wanted to double back on. And it's hard to find pairs in a good condition for that one. And if they are DS, it's either super expensive or you know that they'll – probably crumble or crack or something like that so it's kind of hard to get like gauge that type of condition for older pairs because i don't want to tell the guy hey can you try it on for me and see if it's going to crumble or something or if the air bubble is going to if it's going to blow out like a ds pair is going to look pristine but when you get it you know that there may be some issues with it once you put it on and you wear it so it's kind of hard to to get pictures of stuff like that but yeah like once i sort of narrowed it down and i started just like I had the Air Max One, the Air Max One denims on there too. Like that was another pair that I really love. I know you talked about the Air Max 90 denims, but there was that Denham, so D-E-N-H-M, yeah. that pair. Yeah. Uh, there was a couple of pre-owned ones on there, yeah, those Air Max Ones. But I then started clicking those release year search filters. And then it started bringing me like all these other older SB dunks that I was looking for too, like Money Cat ones. I was looking, uh, there was a Chinese New Year pair that, I, that I've been eyeing for a long time that I started seeing pictures of on eBay too. So that was uh, another option that I considered too. But then when I saw this Doom one, I was like, man, if I can get this one and I get this guy down to a price that I'm, I'm willing to pay and then he can show me the, the condition that will justify, you know, the price that I'm willing to pay, 
then I'm all in. So, yeah, that was my pair. Super happy to have it. Can't wait to rock them. But, yeah, I think I kind of teased a little bit of, of it, too. Like, on Instagram, I, I just took a picture of that tongue tag on October 31st, just as a tribute RIP to, to Doom. But I can't wait to rock them, man. Awesome, man. That's a great pickup. Yeah, you, you, you really didn't disappoint, did you? <laughs> all caps. It was all caps when you say the man name, but uh, <laughs> it's uh, yeah. It was it was just it was a true treasure hunt because that's I think not to say that your guys' pairs weren't treasure hunts either, but I mean like it was for me that's what it felt like. It just felt like I was digging the crates for something, and that, like that's what I usually end up doing when I'm when I'm on eBay. It's just looking for obscure shit, you know. I just I just love looking for just older pairs. You know what? Like I've got credentials with the you stuff, so don't get me wrong. Like got <laughs> me on an odd an odd one there with buying. No, that was that's honestly like there's no wrong way to treasure hunt, but I feel like everyone uses it differently. Cherie mentioned this last week that everyone uses eBay differently. And like I like the different perspectives because you were looking for different stuff too. Like you were looking for some Air Max 90s and things like that too. And then you kind of, or, or sorry, the metallic fives and you kind of stumbled on the crep hemp because that was something that you actually really wanted in the end, right? Like after seeing it, that's what you wanted. So, you know, I have lots of stuff on my watch list. So there's no right or wrong answer to a treasure hunt. Everyone's going to have their own way of hunting. Everyone's going to come up with something different in the end, but it's just how you hunt, I think. That's what fascinates me. I got a question for you guys. What's the weirdest pair you have or the oddest pair you have on your watch list? Oh, that is a good that's question, a actually. I have question. a weird one on mine. That's why I asked. Because What is it? The Nocta Hot Step of Black and Yellow. That's not weird. I, mean, I just okay. think it's, it's not It's weird for you, maybe. I feel like it's a risk. Like you're spending through, you're like really have to like it to buy it because you're spending like $300 on a shoe that like, yeah you know what i mean i don't know and you know what before i get into that the other actually another pair that I was hunting for treasure hunting for was the cheech and chong like dunk high too after seeing yeah. fallsy but i couldn't i couldn't find one in my size at least for a good price like they're all crazy priced but so, but yeah no weird one um, i got a weird one so yeah. and this stemmed from a, a hunt for long before the uh, Nike Air Wildwood ACG sneakers from 2003. I think they came out with a couple of newer colorways and retros and things like that, but I was looking specifically for an older pair. And it was because I was uh, I wanted to do that sole swap with Kanatsky when I did the Mars Yard and I took that blue sole off. I was looking for pairs to put, put it on, that Wildwood ACG pair. I was looking for a lot of ACGs, so not something that you would search for every day, I would, I, I would imagine. Mine is kind of interesting. I'll, I'll give you two. So Air Jordan 9 Citrus is one. Air Jordan 9 Citrus. So it's an I all haven't block. seen one of those in a while. Yeah, I know it's, which one it's So originally when I put it on my watch list, it was pretty cheap. I think it was like 200 bucks. So I was like, oh, okay, you know, I, I could probably, you know, risk it for that price. So it's up to 350 now. It's been on my watch list for a while. And I'm a little, I'm a little nervous at that price with the age of the shoe. Yeah. So they are pre-owned, but again, like it's just it's the price of the shoe for three fifty is is a little steep. The other one, which I don't know if anyone's going to top, I have the Nike Lunar Control Four Golf Shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yeah, that, <laughs> unique for most people. Maybe for you for golf, it's normal. But 
Well, that's understandable. I can understand that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I figured, you know what, it was like, I, I, I'll often go through and I'll, um, one of the things I'll do is I'll just, I'll find used golf shoes and I'll just add them to my watch list and just see what they go for. Because in yeah. a lot of cases, like those, are, like they're just cheap beat around shoes, in my opinion, for me, right? Like they're not anything special. And, you know, if there's something for a good deal, I'll, I'll keep it on my watch list. That's yeah. like saying you have winter boots on your watch list. It doesn't count. I have a new snowboard on my watch list. Just a new skis. Like, no. I have uh, Timberland six inches on my watch list. <laughs> See, like, yeah, Rich. Like, okay, we know winter's coming, Rich. Be quiet. Um, I have the Adidas top 10 high times Star Wars Boba Fett shoes. Oh, <laughs> oh! I remember okay. those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, That's a good one. one, actually. I like yeah. the. You know what? I like a lot of those Star Wars clouds because that was the one that like has like a lot of the materials and looks like the basically looks like Boba Fett, right? Yeah, it has the pocket and everything. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When am yeah. I really ever gonna wear it? And like, I think it's up like it's either between three hundred or five hundred dollars right now. So. Oh wow! Oh wow, man, that's crazy. Okay, There's inflation. <laughs> yeah yeah no great question andy i like that yeah that was a really good question actually because it, it's, it's, i have, do put a lot of stupid shit on there yeah i, I have, feel like we put in work like this these are bound to like some weird stuff is bound to pop up like we've yeah. been putting in hours <laughs> search. i can't really afford weird shit right now but if i could afford weird shit oh my god I'm but that's what the watch list is for right yeah, it's yeah, stuff that yeah. you can't afford or don't really can't justify and you wait till it no but i mean when i'm rolling in it it's, it gets really weird <laughs> <laughs> and he's not talking about sneakers right now <laughs> yeah no this has been awesome thank you Andy, man i appreciate yeah. you know just chronic experience and the vip experience and just your son Lincoln, man, he was such a treat to, to be around that day. And did I meet him at the Jason Mark event? No, no, that was my oldest. That, that was your oldest, yeah. Jason okay, Marks. No, yeah. So now you've got you've met them both. I met them both, yeah. No, but uh, they're both they're both super fun yeah. kids, and and maybe next year they'll both be able to come to. I don't know if he's into sneakers like you are, like that, or, or like Lincoln is. But no, it was such a treat to see him, and I'm glad he enjoyed his time that day, and I'm glad that you 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 were able to win our contest too. So well, I thank you guys, thank you guys, and uh, eBay sneakers for for that because that was a nice surprise and a great family experience as well, which turned out to I was a winner on many levels. So thank you guys for for having it. Yeah, Andy, we appreciate you entering and all the support. Appreciate getting you back on. I'm we're, we're glad you were able to to win the contest. You know, you, you run these contests and it's kind of it's it's always nice when you when when one of your friends wins these things. So yeah, congratulations! Thanks for uh, for entering the contest and thanks for jumping back on the episode with us. From force my way on another time here. So <laughs> contest, I'm gonna win that. No, <laughs> I wanted to drop one little nugget about uh, hunting before we wrap up because it's like around Christmas time, man. Throw out low ball bids on stuff because people will be looking for christmas money and they will just liquidate shoes and you'll you'll get i guarantee you you'll, you'll throw enough bets out there you'll get a, a come up this winter on a low ball bid you know around. i i remember you saying that on your episode and me thinking that's a great idea i should do that didn't take advantage of that last christmas and in the next two months i've talked about wanting like six pairs of shoes so you know what I'm going to take advantage of that. Here's your yearly reminder, boys. Get, <laughs> yeah. get ready for your lowball bids for Christmas. <laughs> at the very at the very least, we need to have Andy on once a year just to remind us to throw the lowball bids. Yeah. <laughs> lowball bids for Christmas. Yes, 
Yeah, it'll be like, uh, you know how they give you notifications uh, when the prices go down? It'll be an Andy notification. Yeah. Lobo bid, Lobo bid. Yeah. Lobo, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. I don't know. As a buyer and a seller, I stand my ground. Well, hey, you yeah. know what? That, that good for you. You know what? Yeah. Honestly, the, but what he's saying is that there are people out there that's kind of like, hey, you know what? I could use this extra cash right now, and I'll just sell it, and I'll just get rid of it. Right? Like the grails, man. I've, I've picked up some grails that way, like. The pairs, I would say, the Air Max One pairs were grails for for most, but I scooped them on a Christmas day deal. My Air Max One Susans were oh, Christmas week pickup. Yeah, so. that's a great pair too. Love that pair. Oof. Yeah, no, that's a that's a good tip. Play the strings of of the season, right? That's, that's it. <laughs> yeah, no, great great tip. Uh, I'll definitely build up my watch list uh, for the next you know month or so leading up to Christmas and put in some offers for sure. Yeah. Andy, we appreciate the advice and we appreciate you jumping back on with us. Any shout outs for us before we head out? couple shout outs actually. want to shout out still, still the Canadian, the Toronto hat company. we got a lot of stuff coming up in the works. There's something cool that'll be coming soon. You guys should be checking out still because they got some fire fitted hats, man. They just released the, the release by this time this airs of release the, Black Panther tribute pack that they do every year and they donate to uh, colon cancer for Chadwick Boseman. It's a really cool cause and and they're like just beautiful hats too, but they've been given uh, John and I sneaker dads a lot of opportunity to create, which has been really cool. And parlor 23 man for letting me uh, kick it at the booth on Sunday, which kind of even further the, the love for this stuff, man. It just, Really hit home being able to get down there and kick it with people who share the same love for it and of course you guys man you guys are awesome thanks thank for having man. me thank you man appreciate that yeah and shout outs to exactly shout outs to parlor 23 uh shout outs to still shout outs to great ones too i know you've you haven't put anything out in a little bit but uh, i'm sure you got stuff cooking up there's a collab in the again that's something i can't really speak 100 percent on just yet but there's a pretty big collab in the works with a shop you guys are familiar with and the great ones. I figured there was something cooking. There's yeah, some cooking. Yeah. Some cooking with new cooking. with new era. So oh okay. Yeah, get ready. Usually yeah. yeah, usually when you're quiet something big happens. <laughs> something <laughs> you're working on something. Yeah. So yeah. there's there's I'm really excited for that. That's gonna be really big, but uh, nothing to really announce yet, but just uh getting the ears open for it. There's stuff coming. So so I just want to shout out the new generation of cats. Uh, just you know, speaking with Andy today and and just his son and his experience with SneakerCon and just everything that just him enjoying the whole event and everything. I just want to shout out the new generation because we talk a lot of shit about you know kids these days and oh why do they like all the hype shit and whatever. Like everyone's got to start from somewhere. You know, I don't want to say kids because they don't necessarily have to be kids, but the newer generation, they like what they like. And there are a lot of the newer generation cats out there that have genuine experiences with sneakers. And I'm glad that, you know, we can all connect at events like SneakerCon and just, you know, drop and share knowledge too. So shout out to the new generation. Don't be deterred by old men just talking about comfortable sneakers all the time and what Jordan did back in uh, back in the 90s, right? Or back in his Wizards days, even. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. 
I am with the current fashion trends, okay? At least, I mean, not the trends yeah. of little children. Like Holly's not old. But, you Holly's know, like some, some good taste here, sophistication, <laughs> versatile. Project Rock, you know. That is a gym shoe. That has nothing to do with fashion. <laughs> that is to do with being well prepared. Okay. No, I know, but you know we're going to keep uh, jarring you about that, right? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Uh, but yeah, no, just shout out to all the new cats that uh, are starting to share the same passions as as, as us. So. Holly, any shout outs? Shout out OCS, you know, sponsor <laughs> to the podcast, sponsor me. I would love that. Yeah, no, I'm good. I don't have any really any. I'll I'll take Rich's spot. Andy, appreciate you jumping on or jumping back on with us again. If you guys haven't checked out his brand, great ones. Uh, make sure you check it out. They are some of the nicest quality hoodies that I or I have. One, I have your original one, the ninety nine hoodie. That is one of the nicest quality hoodies I have. I actually, funny story, my girlfriend is frequently cold all the time, but never dresses appropriately <laughs> for any type of weather. So I keep multiple hoodies and jackets in my car in case she's cold. And over the summer, the Great Ones hoodie was the one that I kept in the car all summer because it was so warm. So, everybody, thank you. That's definitely a favorite of hers and mine. <laughs> so, although despite multiple efforts to take it, it has not left my possession yet. So, <laughs> but but to that point though, everything quality wise is amazing. So, yes. like I own the tees, yes. got yeah the hoodies, right? Everything is amazing quality. So not just the hoodies, but yeah, there's nothing that wasn't amazing quality. So if you guys haven't checked out great ones, make sure to check it out. Andy was also on another episode with us. It was episode 15, a great one. So if you haven't checked out that episode, you can go ahead and check that one out. It's got a little bit more background under the whole history and how great ones came to be. So definitely go back and check that one out. One other call out before we head out. So by the time this releases, we will have announced our hundredth episode November 7th at the end of the day. Was it Kev, right? Yeah, November 7th at the end of the day. So if you're listening to this That's on serious. November 7th, you probably still have a little bit of time to uh, yeah. to enter. But yeah. at the end of that day, at midnight or whatever, we're going to close it off. Yeah. And then uh, we'll announce the winner the next day or the day after that. Yeah, so we'll announce it on the private Tuesday or the Wednesday. But yeah, make sure you get the – if you're listening to this on the Monday, throw a story up there. Yeah, get that extra entries in. Got a ton of entries in there. So thank you to everyone who entered. Got a great prize pack. So uh, congratulations to the winner. Yeah, yeah, that prize pack is fire, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, oh, I don't man. know. It's and the Stussies, too much like, smoking so much. I just, I feel like it's been like already since this contest been going on. It has <laughs> been. It's been, it's been over a week now. Yeah. I know. It should be over. Yeah. Guys, well, we, we made it two weeks. It was a big one. I know. You we made it two one. weeks. Gave everyone a chance to answer. So yeah. everybody share that. Get your ballots in. Got to yeah, spread for sure, man. that around. If we see a whole bunch of freaking votes coming from the Philippines all of a sudden, Juan over there is recruiting <laughs> people to sign up. Yeah. Oh, and shout out to Juan. Shout out to Juan. He's out in the Philippines right now. So I hope he's having a good time. He did jump on for a minute or two. Maybe uh, just to, yeah, just to show off a little. Yeah, just to show off that he's like in some he's remote island area with a beautiful you know, background there. But shout out to Juan. Yes, shout out to Juan. Shout out to Rich's Steelers for taking the L last week against the Eagles. Much appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited to give him a hard time for that this yeah, week, guys. I, I was so excited. I was so excited for that one. <laughs> guys, as always, you can find us on Instagram at InKicksWeTrust. Make sure to use the hashtag InKicksWeTrust for a potential feature. And you can find me on Instagram at Trevsky63. Kev, where can they find you? 
You can find me on Instagram, Kevin K. Man. Collie, where can they find you? Find me on IG at the Collywood Life and go. If you made it this fucking far, you might as well go watch my YouTube. Watch YouTube. What's your YouTube? I have multiple. Just go to my click the link tree and it will bring you to all the links you need it's all there just clickety click <laughs> fair enough fair enough andy where can they find you and make sure you shout out great ones instagram acon ones and uh great ones one ns for both so awesome andy thank you for jumping on we appreciate it guys everyone stay safe and be well we will see you all next week Bye.